Welcome back to another episode of Living Louder, a podcast all about embracing our imperfections and taking a leap of faith into a richer, fuller, more empowered life. It's me, your host, Chauncey Renee, here for another week, another episode. It's so crazy. I think this is episode 33, maybe 34, 33 or 34. And man, I just... I'm feeling so grateful, so happy that y'all are still rocking with me, still enjoying this podcast. You know, I had so many reservations when I first started this. I didn't know how it was going to go. I was so incredibly nervous. And um, (laughs) now I feel like I've kind of hit my stride a little bit and am feeling just a lot more confident. And a lot of that has to do with y'all and your response to the podcast and every kind word that y'all have said about it, how it's helped you, how it's made you laugh. So I'm just really happy to be part of your week. So just by clicking on this podcast, I want to say thank you because I get so much joy out of putting it together. So I'm happy that y'all are here And uh, yeah, I just wanted to say thank you. Also, if you love this podcast and you are listening on Apple Podcasts, if you could do me a huge favor and just click on the show, wait for the page to load and then click on five stars below. It helps the show. It helps me to grow the audience and it also helps me to get some cool guests that I have my eye on. So uh, if you rocking with me, I'm rocking with you, baby boo. What it do? You help me. I help you. You. Yes. Okay. So it's just me here in the, I was going to say in the studio today. We are not in a studio. It is just me here in my bedroom podcasting with y'all. Um, but I have been ruminating on this message for, I want to say it's been like five or six weeks now. So I've always known that I wanted to talk about this, something that I feel like Spirit has put on my heart to share. But before we get into that, let's do our good news for the week. Hey, 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 let's start it off with some good news. I love this good news story this week. Um, It comes to us from Instagram account Black Folks Rock, but it's been around the internet for a little bit. And I haven't seemed to pin down a location or exact high school, but that's okay. Um, This story comes to us from a teacher. And he said that he was attending the high school graduation of, of course, the school that he works at. And a young boy ran up to him basically panicking. And he said, Mr. John, they won't let me graduate because I'm not wearing the proper dress code. Now, pause. I could say so many things about this. However, this is our good news segment. So I'm going to bypass that BS to get to the good news. So um, Mr. John, he was like, what? Like, what's going on? So he went and he verified with the the lady who was basically telling this boy, look, you can't graduate because you don't have the right shoes on. Good news. Okay. So Mr. John was like, bet I got you. So of course, you know what he did. Mr. John gave this young boy dress shoes to walk across the stage in and the dress shoes, even though they were two sizes too big and that boy had to shuffle himself across the stage to get his diploma, he got his diploma. And 
I love this story for so many reasons, but of course the main thing that I love about it was that this young kid had a mentor or had a safe person in that school that he knew he could turn to in order to help advocate for him. And if y'all listened to last week's episode, my mom was on, we talked about racism in academia and kind of also like barriers to kids' success. And there are so many things that hold kids back from being great, right? And being a teacher, being someone who works in the school system, your job is to be that safe person that kids can turn to. I remember my mom's sharing, if you are working in education, you are either helping or you're harming. There's no such thing as being neutral. And so uh, Mr. John is just such a shining example of helping because this kid knew exactly who to run to in the nick of time. He knew he was going to be able to get that help. And so I just hope that this is encouragement to all of us that we could be that Mr. John, wherever we are, whatever we're doing, that people know they can come to us. We're going to be able to help them. And shout out to this young boy because he made it across the stage and he did what he had to do to get that diploma. Work, son, work. I'm proud of y'all. Anyways, that is our good news story for this week. As you have seen from the title of this episode, we are talking about friendships and we're doing a friendship inventory. What about your friends? (laughs) I always think of that song when I say the word friends. Okay, so just know that literally every time I say the word friends, I am going to be singing that in the back of my head. Um, And now I give that gift to you. So friendship inventory. This has been something that's been on my mind for actually a few weeks now. And I wanted to talk about it because one thing that I have noticed is that over time, you know, over years, as we get older, it's very easy to just fall into friendships, right? We end up hanging with hanging out with one person and then we hang out with like more people that they know and become a group and sometimes start your own friendships with other people or whatever. But we kind of fall into our friendships as opposed to setting intentional relationship with people. And so as adults, it's our responsibility to carve out our lives. So we we're responsible in carving out the relationships that we want to have. And it's very easy, as I said, when we're falling into these friendships to not necessarily take inventory. Who are these people that I am surrounding myself with? And a lot of times when we say the word friends, we're thinking these are the people that I'm closest to. This is the person that I share lots of things with. Uh, They are my go-to person, the person that I want to talk to when I have good news. Um, We can often think of those people, but I would challenge you today uh, when I am talking about friends to think of the people that you spend most of your time with because The people that we're spending the most of our time with are not always the same people that we consider our closest friends. And there's nothing wrong with that. But what I am saying is that the people that we are spending the most time with have a significant impact on our lives. And so we're going to touch on that in a little bit. But something that I've been reflecting on is 
I have just been so blessed in my life to be able to find friends very naturally. And I have a really, really good solid circle of people that I trust, people that I can turn to. And I understand that friendships don't always come easily to people or, um, You know, sometimes people have a hard time making friends, especially if you're an introvert, if you're older, if you don't have the capacity to be in a lot of different social circles. So that's one reason why I wanted to do this episode. Again, I feel very lucky to have these friendships because they have opened up so many doors for me in different ways that I never thought possible. I mean, I think about a lot of the new opportunities that have been coming my way and professional development or even um, trying out things and new hobbies that I never would have tried because I have a really positive group of people who either see things in me and believe in me or they're just like, this would be great. I feel like You need to expose yourself to new things. And so because of that trust that is built over time, new job opportunities, new doors have been open for me in ways that I just never thought was possible and would never have been possible if it weren't for the people who I am spending most of my time with. And there is this quote that I have heard ever since I was 17 years old, and it is, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. It's attributed to this guy named Jim Rohn. However, the quote has been around for a a long time, so I'm not 100% sure, but okay, put that in your back pocket. Show me your friends and I'll show you your future. So the people that you are spending the most time with have a direct impact on where you're going in life. And we know that there's exceptions to every rule. However, this is a pretty strong one. If you are in a friendship group with people who are movers, shakers, positive people, your life is most likely going to be moving in that direction. If you're spending most of your time with people who are negative, people who tend to criticize and want to gossip and talk about other people, that isn't That's not boding well for your future. Um, And so that can cause your life to shrink in a way, right? Because that's no way to progress your life to bigger and better things. If anything, if you're in a group of people that is constantly critical of, you know, X, Y, and Z, you most likely are going to be fearful of pursuing new things, fearful of saying the wrong things. And being stuck in this loop of wanting to impress people around you instead of being in a group of people and wanting to expand your life, try new things, knowing that you have positive people in your life who are going to back you up, whether win, lose, or fail, whatever. You have people in your life that are giving you that room to grow. There's another um, quote. Well, it's not a quote, but there's been a few studies that have shown that you are the average of the five people you spend most of your time with. You're going to pick up on things based on the friend group that you're with. And even more studies have shown, this one was from the Framingham Heart Study um, done by Nicholas Christakis and James Fowler. They did a study that showed that not only like your opportunities and your quality of life um, increases with a positive friend group, but also things like your healthy eating habits, smoking, 
exercising, like it extends to so many different things based on the people that you are regularly in contact with. We all know that group of smokers when we were in high school, the smokers hung out together, the smokers were cool together, you know, they did their thing. We also know about the people who were so dramatic and coughed there, you know, and waved their hands in front of the smokers because whatever, they thought that they were so much better. But we see that, you know, that the negative habits can increase. Obviously, it's not rocket science. (laughs) This is pretty clear. The people that you spend time with, their habits, whether they're positive or negative, will impact you. And so we know we can't change our entire social circle overnight, but I wanted to use this podcast as a time for us to do some inventory and intentionally think about who we're spending our time with. Our goal is to evaluate the friends around us. Is there a positive reciprocal relationship that we have with our friends? Are you receiving as much as you're giving into your friendships? Do they show up for your life events? Are they supportive of you? Or do they always kind of have something to say? These are things that we have to think about. And I want to encourage you that if you have friends in your circle that you've just fallen into a pattern with, and they're not necessarily the most supportive people, that's not wrong. It's not wrong. That happens very, very naturally. But we have opportunities to decrease our time with those types of people and very intentionally increase our time with people who actually uplift us. Don't be discouraged. You know, great friendships take time to build. So I would love to share a few things that have worked for me and hopefully they work for you too. So let's hop into our call to action. It's a call to action. Action. Our call to action is a time for us to put into action something that we heard from this episode. And so it's going to be a two-parter because I think there's two kinds of people. There's one kind of person who, well, obviously there's like a way more than two kinds of people, but see if you fall into either of these categories, right? There's one type of person who has a solid friendship circle around them. They feel good about their friends, but there's certain people that they have a hard time spending time with or I have a hard time putting up boundaries with them. So that's one type of person. There's another type of person who's like, friends, what friends? I don't have friends. (laughs) And it might be harder for them based on either how shy they are, or um, maybe based on some insecurities, or based on some circumstances that have left them to not having a friendship circle, whether it's you're moving or whether, you know, there's so many different types of reasons why we don't have friends. I remember, you know, when I moved back home from uh, being in San Diego for two years and it was time for me to start building friendships, but it was hard because I was going to college. I was also working. So There's a lot of different circumstances that can lead us to not having the friendship circle that we would like. So 
My first call to action is for that first group of people who may need to take some time out to reevaluate the people that they're spending time with. Your job this week is to think about the people that you want to increase your time with and think about the people that you need to start decreasing your time with. We're not talking about cutting people off altogether, while that is necessary sometimes. That's not the case for this episode. We're talking about how can we make the most out of our friendships. So we want to increase with those that we love and those that make us feel good and those that reciprocate a positive friendship and decrease our time slowly with people that we we know it's not always reciprocal. They always got something to say, <laughs> you know, those kind of people. And for those that are feeling like I have a really hard time making friends, I would love to encourage you to step out a little bit, take a little bit of a leap of faith and start working on putting yourself out there a little bit more. And one practical way that you can do this is just by reaching out. Um, Instagram for me, and I know not everyone has Instagram, but Instagram is a great way to connect to people because it's very easy to kindle a relationship through Instagram, kindle a friendship through Instagram. So, um, in, in the same way that, you know, people be like, slide into those DMs. You can do that. Responding to Instagram stories with smiley faces or laughter or saying like, oh, this reminds me of X, Y, and Z. You could start conversations that way. Um, you can also take a look at what other people's interests are. So if there's somebody that you kind of have your eye on that's like, you know, I think they're a positive person, you can... Um, Let's say that person likes hiking. You can say, if hopefully, if you like hiking as well, don't torture yourself by going on a hike, please. If <laughs> if you hate hiking, but if you if you like hiking too, you can reach out to that person and be like, "Hey, I saw that you like hiking. There's this trail that I've been wanting to try. Would you be down to do like a Saturday morning hike sometime?" You know, put yourself out there. If they don't take the bait, that's okay. But at least you're trying. So take notice of some things that they're interested in. If they're interested in cool jewelry or whatever, you can DM them something or send them a text message like, oh my gosh, I saw this and I totally thought of you. Um, Check this person out. Try to start conversations that way because uh, it can be kind of difficult to make friends. Another way, you know, since the world is kind of opening back up, I've been I've been super blessed with awesome friends and I was trying to reverse engineer it. Like, how did I make such cool friends? <laughs> but I think one thing that I did was I was out there doing things that I loved. And so uh, I would participate, you know, like in stand-up comedy class or something. I've made a, a few great friends from that. But my goal wasn't to go in there and be like, I'm going to make friends. It was just more about me doing what I loved and seeing a couple of people in that setting that I was like, oh, they're super dope. And then over time, those things developed into a friendship. Um, I was involved with church for a while and there were a couple of people that I really liked. And so it wasn't about the volume of people, like me collecting numbers every now and then. It was just me being like, oh, I really enjoy this person. Let me let me um, exchange numbers with them. 
and see where that goes. So try to do things that you enjoy and then keep your eye out for people who seem kind of cool. Exchange numbers and go from there. So I hope that was helpful. And, you know, we're adults now. So we have we're in charge of our social circle. So if your social circle sucks, you got to change it and uh, do the very best that you can. This is a topic that's near and dear to my heart. So I would really love your feedback on it and um, feel free to DM me um, or to leave me a voicemail. I would love to answer your questions on how to make friends and um, to hear your personal, whatever your struggles or things that have worked really well for you in terms of the friendships that you have. So hit me up. (laughs) You know, my voicemail is... 3344 louder. I would love for you to let me know what you thought of this episode or again, uh, all the things that I mentioned before. This has been another episode of Living Louder. Hit me up, y'all. Tell me what's going on. We are on Instagram at Living Louder Podcast. Also, uh, if you want to email me, livingloudpodcast at gmail.com. If you're on Apple Podcasts, go ahead and click on the show and hit five stars. And as always, if you would like to donate to the podcast, you could do so on my website, chaunceyrainy.com slash contact. Until next time, you know I love you. Bye.